Good morning, and welcome to Perfectly Planted. I'm your co-host, Daphne Bascom. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you are already part of the Perfectly Planted community, I want to thank you for spending your time with us, and I hope you enjoy today's conversation. That's right, Daphne. It's so nice to see you. Good morning, everyone. So excited for for you to be here. And thank you for all of our viewers and listeners who listen. I am in a new location today. So if the internet is a little spotty, I'm not in the typical studio that I'm in. Um, But friends, we started this podcast with you in mind. Um, We are really, our purpose and our intention is really to plant seeds of positivity, knowledge, and empowerment so that you can live your best life and also improve the health and wellness of the people around you and those you love. Daphne, I am really excited for today's talk. I think this past week has been really, um, it's been a challenging one on my professional side. Lots of change, Um, lots of change, and then lots of events that have uh, made me feel that maybe, you know, that's your mindset just changes. So that disbelief that gets in your mind and makes you question every single thing you're doing. And so I'm really excited because I think that Um, our speaker who's going to be on today, her passion is around really empowering those um, people that that she is blessed to serve. Um, But it's just been very hectic. As I mentioned before, I have a virtual background. My internet's probably not the best, so I apologize for the camera delay. But um, being a soccer mom and the first tournament, things are just going to get kind of crazy here. So we do what we can. But, um, you know, in contrast to my pre my week, my professional week, my, uh, you know, watching my son play soccer and they ended up winning their games, but more importantly, played so well. And just the feeling of victory and confidence. It's just that feeling that, you know, it's just not comparable to anything else. So, um, so anyway, I'm really excited for today's call. How are you? Daphne, I've talked quite a bit. How are you doing? I know there's been a lot going on in your life as well. That's I'm doing well. Thank you so much. First of all, for do, taking the show on the road. This just goes to show that we can do this. I mean, it, having you as a partner on this journey has been great. So I hope that uh, your family doesn't mind getting locked out of the hotel for a little while. <laughs> they have no other choice. I'm truly blessed, Daphne. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we will have some time to talk more about mindset. And I think our guests will really help us initiate that conversation. And I know that um, there's probably going to be another book fairy delivery. I started reading Colin O'Brady's book today. Uh, this When did it come? Tuesday. And it really is helping me look at and rethink about my own limiting beliefs and, you know, what I think I can't do, what I think I can do and why those possibilities really don't have the boundaries that I think they have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just the fact that you're setting your kids up for this opportunity to see that, you know, whether they win or they lose, just getting to that game and getting to the starting line, that's really what counts. And I, I think we need to all empower our children and empower ourselves to have that kind of mindset. Couldn't agree more. But with that in mind, please let me introduce our guest for today. Um, And let me start by saying that I want to take 
I want to thank a close friend of mine for introducing me to the wonderful Sang T. Zhuang. Um, if you were to meet Sang in person, if you were to run into her in the coffee shop or in a local eatery right now, she would probably give you a big hug and then and give you this warm embrace and tell you just how amazing you are. Not only because you are, but because that's how she makes you feel. So Sang is not a newbie on the block when it comes to helping people create the life they want to live and the life they deserve. And I think she's an embodiment of how you can have that mindset and create the life that you want to live. So I'm going to read her background just so I don't miss any of the important things. But Sang has 11 years of experience as a master certified life and business coach. She's helped thousands of men, women, and especially single moms get more of what they want and more of what they need in order to achieve those goals in life. Sang will show you how to channel your inner badass, which is what I love about her, and to step into who you truly are. She can help you navigate through anything that's standing in your way, leaving a glittery trail of fabulousness, badassery, and more confidence than you may have ever had before. Sang's personal mantras are, everything happens exactly how it should, and you are exactly where you should be. And more importantly, Sang, I'm glad that you are here with us today. Welcome to Perfectly Planted. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I just want to preface, I do live in a tiny house. No, I'm just kidding. When <laughs> 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 people come in, they're like, what is, where are you right now? I actually, I'm in, in what I call the matic, which is the mom attic. <laughs> and it does look like I am a giant person in a tiny house. So. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. The matic. The oh matic. my gosh. Yeah. I love that term saying, I am so excited to have you on the show and I love your mantras. Actually, it's fantastic. The so great ones to live by. And we're so happy to have you here. Can you uh, give us an introduction and tell us a little bit about yourself? So yeah, I've been, so I've been a single mom my entire life. So it deems me like the master expert at this point. Um, But really you know, raising the two kids. Um, so I have a son and a daughter. My daughter is 21 and she is, um, she's a professional dancer and she, um, works at CVS. She's a pharmacy tech. My son, he works at UPS. He does great things. And I tell you like one of the things about where I am at this stage in my life right now is really like looking at all the lessons I've taught them as they've grown up. And just a, and looking and and them being able to reflect back to me what they've learned, mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's a really great stage for me. And one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own business is because my daughter was in like the third grade, and she's like, "Mom, how come you don't ever come to the school parties?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "How do you explain to a third grader that you have to work, you have to take time off, you have to, mm-hmm. you don't have, you only right. have so many days, you only have this, you yeah. do this?" And it was just like I wanted to be my kids' person, and I wanted them to know that I was going to be there no matter what. And so mm-hmm. I did what I had to do. And in 2012, actually, is when I went full time into my own business, and mm-hmm. I attended darn near every single one of those events. Um, And and then, uh, so it's been really great. Like I love, and then along the way, it's always been, my core is always about single mothers. 
mm-hmm. will always have that special place in my heart. And, but I really, it's, it's just a matter of being kind and being loving and with everybody that I meet yeah. and everybody that I come across and, you know, with competitive baseball, competitive football, competitive, all the things, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, so I get the busy schedule and locking your family out. So that's <laughs> really great because we got to have boundaries. <laughs> that's right. That's so, very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. No, that's wonderful. I um I think that a lot of moms, regardless single, married, not, they um the mom guilt takes over. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'm so fortunate that you had the option. And I love the fact that you empower others to have that option because I think that oftentimes the moms look at it as no other option out there that there's some pixie dust that is out there and it's really not attainable. And to make the leap also for the initial change, it's um, a lot of fear goes into that as well. So that's, oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, did you have any of those feelings or were you just oh. more like, Oh, I, <laughs> I am just going to jump into this. No, that's a great question. So interesting enough, I was on an interview a, uh, like a couple weeks ago, and, and the question was, has it always been this smooth? <laughs> and I started right. laughing. I was like, please tell me if anybody has ever had a smooth life, can I please meet them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's just impossible. I mean, not that it's impossible. However, there are things that happen in all of our lives. And it's about perspective. For me, it was always about perspective. I needed Anything that happened, whether it was good or bad, it was a rites of passage, so to speak, to get to what where I wanted to go. And mm-hmm. so when I looked at how can I turn this negative situation or negative feedback or whatever it is into something that how that how is that going to make me better? Right. Instead of, yeah. you know, and, and don't get me wrong. There are days when I've wallowed in the closet. OK, because mm-hmm. that's still a real thing. <laughs> so but but it's, it's navigating, being able to navigate through whatever feelings that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And was there fear 2013? I, so I, I went full time in 2012, right? Mm-hmm. 2013 was by far my worst year of my adult life, <laughs> oh. you know? So it mm-hmm. so the second year of business was just like, eh, like I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to quit, but I didn't because I, it was more important for me to be able to spend time with my kids and for my kids to know that, um, that I was going to be there and it was, and I wanted to give them experiences that I never had. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, saying it's funny because, and you know, I'd love for you to share with us about what your business is, but um, you know, this book I've been reading, they talk about, you know, Colin talks about the ones and the tens. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the ones are those low points in life where you think, sure. damn, this is really, you know, how do I get out of this rut? And then the tens are, you know, the glittery fabulousness that, you know, those experiences that you have when you actually help someone achieve something. But his point is that you can live in the fours and the fives and you can just kind of be in that level of stable comfort. Mm -hmm. But if you never have ones, you'll never have tens. Mm -hmm. Um, So could you share more about what your business is and then maybe share what you're a ten? experience? Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I always like to go back to the beginning, right? Because I know some people, they come on and they're like, you know, they're like, this is where I am now. 
but I really like to talk about how I got here, <laughs> right? That's important. So when I started yeah. off, right? Yeah. So when I started off, I was copywriting, right? I was, a, I've always been a writer since I was a kid. So I did copywriting. I was writing, I was rewriting content for websites. I was writing emails. I was re- doing email campaigns. I was doing sales launches. I was doing online courses. My clients were life coaches. My clients were service providers of some sort. And, um, you know, so I spent, gosh, probably like four or five years, like on the back end of writing, you probably read emails that I've written to you and you don't even know it. And so, um, and so that became a bigger thing. And then I started partnering with different people, but you know, and those also, you have to be able to navigate relationships, right. And, and being able, so I, I did that. And then eventually it got to the point where I was writing for people, but then it was just kind of feeling icky. Like, I don't really like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, what do I want to do? And then I found more pleasure in helping people because it always comes back to mindset. Everything always comes back to mindset. Mm -hmm. And when I would, I, I remember a lady, I remember a coach talked to me and I told her this big plan that I wanted to have for single mothers and this school that I wanted to create for them. And I remember her looking at me and she said, well, saying single mothers don't have money. So why mm-hmm. would you do that? Mm-hmm. And I took it, right? I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So I held on to that for like two or three years mm-hmm. until I was talking to someone and she's, and I was telling her, well, this is, she's like, why don't you do this, this, and this with your single moms? I was like, well, you know, this is what I was thought. And she said, saying, aren't you a single mother? Didn't you pay for the class? (laughs) Right. And it was like, oh, an aha moment. And so I just continued to find those pillars of like, what, what did I want next? Mm -hmm. How did I want to, what situations do I want to give my kids? What, experiences that I want to give them. And, you know, I can, so then I transformed into like, I had a lot of this business background. I had a lot of life background and then I decided to get my certifications and then, then being able to sit across from somebody and help them and say, you know, being aware of the words that you say to yourself is one and Mm -hmm. being kind, right. And truly understanding who you are will make you a better person for not only yourself, but those around you. Mm-hmm. And I learned that lesson back in 2016 because I had went to a mastermind. I got invited to a mastermind in New York. And honestly, I didn't want to go because it was snowing. <laughs> and, nobody, and I did not want to deal with the snow. But one of the things was, is again, I wanted to be there for my kids. So one of the weekends that I had to be in New York was a weekend where my son was, he was a senior in high school. And he was going to go to like sectionals to qualify for sectionals to go to state. And my daughter had a dance competition. I never missed any of those things. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had this anxiety. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And the lady sitting across from me, because I felt compelled. So I was like, okay. So I sat across from her and she said, saying, she goes, well, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, when's the last time you did something for yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And so that right there was like, okay. So I went home. My daughter was a freshman in high school. My son was a senior. And I literally sat down with them and said, Hey, so I'm doing this thing. 
And it's going to make me a better person. It's going to make me a better mom. It's going to make me a better parent, mm-hmm. right? It's, and I'm also going to teach you what I learned because I feel like this is important. And I mm-hmm. hope you're okay with that. I will make sure everything is taken care of. <laughs> Even if mm-hmm. I have to hire a person to be a stand-in, <laughs> you know, I will do that. And so those were, that was a really huge turning point for me. And after that, things just became much more fluid in terms, because it's like I said, I, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And the, the support of my kids was really, really huge. And so as we've navigated through that, um, I did, my daughter graduated in 2019 and then I took a little break from mm-hmm. work. <laughs> and so currently I, as of this year, I've been rebuilding from scratch, mm-hmm. okay. right? Like I, yes, I've had tons and tons of clients, but I'm also, I also deleted all of my social media. So I don't have social media. Um, so I'm teaching people how to be more connected how uh-huh. to use the power of words to connect with people and you don't need social media. There's just so right. much time that gets, I don't want to say wasted, but it's, it's just time that's not of use. And it was just something that I didn't want to participate in anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I let that go. So now I teach with, in terms of writing, I do copywriting for people who, ha- who do not rely on social media and they use, and then I use the, do the copywriting for them. And it's about being connected and it's about really understanding who your audience is to, to, to connect with them and build that one-on-one connection mm-hmm. or making them feel loved and valued and building that community. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's, so that's kind of what been the transition up, up in there. And then I would say, Daphne asked me about the tins. <laughs> There's so many tins. I think one of my biggest tins is when clients come back to me and they're like saying, Oh my gosh, I, I just found, I just thought of this and you are so amazing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I had a client call me the other day and he is like, he said, he goes saying, so I had this idea and this and this and that. And I said, okay, that's great. Can I ask you another question? And he said, yes. And then I asked him this question and he said, I never thought of that. He goes, mm-hmm. you're just so amazing. And he's like, you make me think beyond what I've ever thought before. And so that like fuels my soul to no end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Fuels my soul to no end when people, when clients do that for sure. And knowing that everybody and they're taking that and like, they're talking to other people, right. Mm-hmm. 9,000% my, my highlights, my tens when I get those for sure. <laughs> It just makes your intention all worthwhile and valid for what everybody's doing and spreading what you're the, you know, those aha moments. I like to say like the, those moments where it's just like everything clicks. So you talk about things for yourself saying, I heard you just recently um, went through a health journey. Can you talk a little bit more about um, some of the key takeaways and some of the changes, like what does a day in the life of Sang look like now as it compared to the before? Because I think as, you know, a single mother or one who's managing children um, while building a business, it's oftentimes you do put yourself last. And so it's so important to have you time. And I, I repeat that to myself to remind myself because sometimes it just gets lost in the shuffle and in the chaos and in those hectic schedules. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the key takeaways you took and what a day in the life looks like for you? 
Well, my day in the life of saying never is never the same. Okay, good. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's never in the same place. <laughs> so, um, uh, so back in February, um, it's actually my daughter who who was trying to do some things because she's a, she's a model as well, and so she needed to do some physical shaping, so to speak, mm-hmm. and. Um, and it was all about eating better, but we had actually reached out to Paula, our friend who we had seen her work with Daphne before. And it was like, Paula was like the happiest. She loved her body. She was, she, she, one of her achievements was she wanted to do pull-ups and she cried when she finally did it by herself and like unassisted. Unassisted. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it was so great. And so I was like, so I went to Paula, I was like, who is this lady? And so we were like, let's talk to her. And so when my daughter said yes, and I was on the call with her cause my daughter was nervous. And so I was like, mm, you know, I need to do this too because my, my mom passed away when she was 45 mm-hmm. and it, it just makes me anxious the older mm-hmm. I get. And I knew changes needed to be made. But one of the things is, is back to mindset, when you're ready, you will be ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have, I can tell you, I printed out every single workout under the sun. I've done all the things I've gone to the gym. I'm like, Oh, I can eat that. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. But it was not working. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and to be honest, I really didn't take it really serious until May. <laughs> so mm-hmm. February, March, and April. I did a lot of traveling during that time too. And um, so it was, it was really trying to balance that out and try to figure out what that looks like. And now I have a better grasp on that. So mm-hmm. I do like, to, I do travel very often. I'm having, and it changes often. So I'm totally having to tell Daphne, this is where I changed or this is, this is going on. You know, how can I get a home workout? How can I do this? And so, yeah, every day is not the same. This past week, I've been actually not with my kids. Um, and I, and I'm in, so I'm in Kansas city right now, but I traveled between here, Texas, New York, Florida, Oregon. And sometimes I'm there for a few days or sometimes I'm there for like a month or so. It just depends. And every environment is always different. So I'm constantly having to adapt to Mm -hmm. their eating habits or Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, I don't want this. I want this. I need to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym at 5.00 AM. Like just, Mm -hmm. but but having that commitment to myself is yeah. more important and yeah. just super huge. But again, I can't reiterate this enough is when you're ready to change, you will find the resources to make that change. And mm-hmm. then your, your mindset will follow with that for sure. Yeah. 100% agree. And no one, and you can't, you have to meet people where they are. So, um, yes. And trying to navigate the complexities, we all manage that. You know, life is never the fact that your days and weeks are never the same is exciting. <laughs> Sometimes, but it also <laughs> right. Yes. So I, I think I think sorry I think I I think also again going back to knowing who you are and knowing how you function helps me understand how I can navigate in every environment Mm -hmm. as well as saying I need time away or I need time to do this because your self-awareness is so immaculately helpful yeah and with the complexities of you navigating being in different places how do you manage your sleep and your stress and whether you're working out at home or getting to the gym 
how does all that fit into you focusing on you? Well, the fun part is, is my whole entire family and anybody who knows me knows that sleep is by far the most important thing I love. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I don't get at least seven to eight hours of sleep, I am not a fun person. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I really, really, that has always been, <clears throat> even when the kids were little, it's always been a thing for me. I have to have my sleep. So mm-hmm. my sleep is a non-negotiable for me. I, those are my, it's a non-negotiable. I have to have my eight hours of sleep. Um, in terms of stress, um, you know, I have to go back and, and this is a good mindset work. And I have to realize that life isn't, doesn't have to be hard, right? Sometimes variables make it challenging. Sometimes we make it, we think too much. We try to mind read or we try to project things or people project things onto us and we take it on. Um, so really understanding who you are as a person and realizing what's going on and how you're feeling and really honoring that feeling that's going on to then decide how do you navigate through stress? And it's not about pushing the stress away or, you know, deflecting it or anything like that, because I feel like if you do all that, it comes back like tenfold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so really, again, self-awareness is, is what I go into for sure to say, okay, what is happening with me and what do I need right now? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not about what my environment needs or what anybody around me needs. It's really about what I need because it's my, I've taken that on that, whatever that stress is and really understanding what I need and being able to communicate that with others. Because the other thing that happens, I hear this with clients is I say, you know, tell someone that you're, you know, this is what you want. If they get mad, that's them. That's their Mm -hmm. thing. Right. It's yeah. not my thing. It's just me saying, this is what I need for me. And I know it's going to feel like a little sting because it's going to feel like, oh, they don't like me or they don't want to talk to me. And I get it. But at the end of the day, I still take naps with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I am a professional napper, by the way. Um, <laughs> so um, again, sleep, sleep is number one for me. Um, but yeah, just knowing, knowing that, but again, being able to relay that to the people around you and knowing that if they get upset about what you need, that's not a you thing. That's a them thing. Right. Yeah. And that's hard sometimes. Absolutely. Especially with family. (laughs) Yeah. Especially with family. Yes. Mm -hmm. So saying, given all that you do and all that you've accomplished, and let's focus on just today. Is there one thing that you are grateful for today that you're able or willing to share with anyone listening or watching? Oh gosh, there's so many things. Um, I'm grateful for knowledge because knowledge really allow like books and podcasts like this and blog posts and connecting with people, it really, the knowledge that other people have is so exceptional. I always feel like I'm learning something from someone else Mm -hmm. and and hopes they're learning something from me. Um, One of my other missions is to leave a person better than how they entered my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm I'm grateful for the connections that I have. I Mm -hmm. recently realized that I I know all these people in all these different forms of entrepreneurship or their writing or creatives, whatever. And, and I, 
was like, how do I bring them all together? Right. Because they all know about each other. They just don't know each other. Uh And so really that connectedness. And again, one of the reasons why I deleted social media is because I, I, you know, it just felt so stream like mainstream and then mm-hmm. what really upset me i think one time is that there was somebody i was having a conversation with on social media it was great mm-hmm. and i knew them and we knew each other and then i saw them in person and then they acted like they didn't know me mm-hmm. and i thought that was just really weird and i thought you know this is what's happened is we've gotten so used to being keyboard friends mm-hmm. you know that we've forgotten how to be friends in real life Right. And, and that was really a really big pivot point for me, for sure. Um, but being grateful for connections, grateful for technology that allows us to do this and all the different parts of the world that we're in. Um, yes. I'm grateful for conversations. The conversations that I have every day are just so, they're filled with depth. I'm also constantly reminded to say, can you just not think for like 10 minutes? <laughs> so I will say that I apparently have a thinking problem. <laughs> um, and, um, and really, you know, I, I made a, I made a commitment in December that I wanted to reconnect with a certain group of women that I had connected with in, when I was going to New York back in 2016. And I am thankful to say I've been connected with them since January. And then we all took a trip to St. Lucia in April and reconnected in person. And that has literally been the biggest highlight of my year so far is being with those women because we all were, there was no judgment. We're all elevating. We're all raising the bar for the next, the next woman in line, like Mm -hmm. just absolutely amazing. Um, that was a really long answer to the question, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just so grateful for so many things. Like there, there could be an endless list of, of how many things, but definitely my sleep. Definitely grateful for my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. Um, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm grateful for the time. time. Time is something that I feel like we all, we don't look at. So I always encourage people to slow down, even though it doesn't sound like I slow down. <laughs> But I promise you, I slow down more than people think. It is so important. And I think I love your mantra of you are where you should be. Um, because I think a lot of times people leveraging social media oh, use yeah. it as a comparison tool. And people think, oh, well, I should be there. Or I should be, why am I not, you know, advancing my career, my, you know, social life, my family Mm -hmm. life, whatever it may be, because they're that comparison. And one of the famous quotes I love is how comparison is that thief of joy. But having your mantra of you are where you should be, I think is so important because we always feel like we should be somewhere else. And that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily true. And so I love that. So you mentioned you're not on social media and lots of people leverage this thing for, for contact information. So do you have, you know, some place that people can contact you to get, learn more about your business, learn more about yourself and what um, services you offer to those um, that enter your life that you connect with? Yes. So you can email me or you can go to my website, right? Yeah, email or go to my website. And my website is Sangtastic with a K. So S-A-N-G-T-I-S-T-I-K.com. And um, 
And I'm on LinkedIn, but I know somebody said earlier this week, they're like, what, saying, isn't LinkedIn a, a social media site? And I said, yes, but I don't view it that way, right? I, you know, social media for me is, I don't know, it, it's just a different professional platform for me. Yeah. That's, you know, how I feel about LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, you, the, my website is a great place to go. Um, I have a book class coming up later on this year that I'm mm-hmm. teaching. Um and that's littlebooksmatter.com. Then, awesome. yeah, sangtastic.com. And then my email is sang at sangtastic.com. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. those are, those would be the places. And if you're lucky, you get my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love that. So funny. Well, Sang, we will be certain to put all of those links in the show notes so that people know where to get in contact with you. But, you know, from the bottom of my heart, First of all, it's a joy being able to be part of your life. And I want to thank you for being part of this wonderful Sunday Seedlings and just sharing the glittery, beautiful person that you are. Oh, thank you. I'm so thankful for both of you for allowing me to be here this morning and and and, and that's me for you taking it on the road. That's really, I, I get it. The non-negotiables of like, you know what, I've got to show up. And I think showing up, yeah. showing up and being consistent are so huge when we're trying to build something together. So I love that. Absolutely. Would love to have you back also saying, because I think that there's so many people who could use your seeds of empowerment and knowledge mm-hmm. and positivity as those are the, you know, that's our intention of this podcast and would love to have you back on our show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And I want to thank everyone who was listening or watching today. If you're enjoying Sunday Seedlings, please, you know, feel free to share this with your family or your friends. If you are wanting to keep in touch with us, we'll definitely put links to Perfectly Planted, our website and our social media contacts in the show notes also. Please feel free to like or subscribe and leave your comments. Let us know what are those things, what are those ones and tens in your life And more importantly, are you where you should be? And if not, how are you navigating life to get back on the path to goodness? Thank you so much for being with us today. We're blessed to have Sang with us. And we look forward to seeing you on the next Sunday Seedlings. Be well. Thank you.